1: Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden,
2: Colorado. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Esports Rewind podcast, brought to you this week by Untuck It, the originally buttoned-down shirt designed to be worn untucked. And now, let's start the podcast. And just like that, we are now back. What is up, people? My name is Jake. And And I
1: am Zan. Hello, hello. (laughs) And welcome back
2: to the Esports Rewind podcast. Yet again, the break is already done, Zane. It's just like that, man. Mm -hmm. It flies on by.
1: Just like it was yesterday, in fact.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It actually feels like we just left the office, and now we're back uh-huh. all over again, and mm-hmm. we're into the swing of things. Xan uh, is actually here. By the way, pre-recorded podcast, thank you all for watching, uh, breaking down the thank latest you, and you. weirdest and craziest in gaming and esports news. Zan is actually here on a day off to record this one, which we Guess much second. much appreciate. Just come by to, to say hey, you know. <laughs> really quickly before we hop into it, how
1: was holiday, my man? Hey, I loved it. You know, spent a lot of time just chilling, taking it easy in bed, like watching uh, Watch The Witcher. That was cool. Oh, yeah. I've only heard good things yeah, from the team so far
2: it's pretty all right it's pretty all right and that's on netflix right yeah i'm gonna so. give that a watch yo yeah, well, netflix first. sponsor us yeah yeah, yeah. hashtag <laughs> ad to start this one off <laughs> uh, actually not though but really good to be back for all of you guys yeah. Let's how
1: about you how was your break <laughs> real quick thank you
2: you know it was good <laughs> man uh for anyone listening audio wise i'm looking right at you i went back to iowa for four days uh cool. you know got to see mama papa and then the rest of the famine friends was super busy mm-hmm. blessed as always but also blessed to be back here so Shall we get it rolling there, Zane? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's hop into it. All right, so Zan, as per usual, I think it's like the third week in a row. We're uh-huh. gonna mention Phase Clan here, man. Hey, let's do it. I'm about it. You know, oh, highlight from the weekend. I saw a dude in a phase champion hoodie. First yes. time ever. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Wow, what I crazy. Uh, yeah, sorry go again, for it, go we for always it. do this. <laughs> I saw one on a TikTok, a random kid out there, uh-huh. a viral TikTok wearing a phase champion hoodie. Mm-hmm. And in a podcast, I saw There's one of the Friday. guys, a true Geordie yeah. podcast, one of the guys, uh-huh. I think uh-huh. it was I'm Alex, was wearing or Will Will any? E. Who? What'd you probably, see? Probably Will any. E. Like I was just like uh, just at some random boba
1: tea shop. Like there's. Oh, you meant kid. local here? Yeah, like local. Like ran into the guy oh, and man. was like,
2: "Hey, what's up?" You know, Phase he. Is, you know. Phase is doing some great things. Yeah, and we'll that, talk. They are literally. I was gonna tweet out over the weekend. They are taking mm. over alongside hundred thieves. With that being said, though, um, I think we've talked about Lee Trink a couple times. I think Lee mm. Trink trickles down a lot of smart things throughout the clan. Um, r- recent rumors actually brought to us by Keemstar. Ooh, rarity here for us no in the esports himself. gaming section. Yo, hit us
1: up, Keem. Where's that?
2: <laughs> no, 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 That's no. A back oh, we're fine. We're fine. <laughs> uh, I actually brings us a, a potential lease clip out there, and thanks to Misery in our Discord as well for clearing Ooh. things up a bit. But still, a genius move, I think. They are potentially leaving LA for elsewhere. Yeah, yeah, um, rumor would say the landlord was actually in the clip. He pretty much says uh, that Phase wanted out of their lease for two houses. Mm-hmm. Those two houses are set to be sold for around fifty million dollars.
1: Nice chunk of change.
2: And what Phase come was paying. Every single month for those two homes was approaching $85,000. Um, obviously, a huge expense. We've talked about it time and time mm. again here on the show, how expensive, and of course, the bubble in esports. So how can an esports organization possibly fathom that 80, 83500 bucks every single month for two houses is worth it? With that, though, I kind of was riding the train of FaZe, kind of super genius for doing this because... They've had their time in L.A., right? When it comes time for any team out there to make it worth it, the the connections and the content from L.A., I would say it is FaZe Clan. If they can do it elsewhere for a cheaper price and save a ton of money, this just simply makes sense. They've had a string of cloud houses, had a string of content houses, and supposedly we'll be leaving at least a couple of those behind. And so I kind of just leave the question to you. First of all, where do you think they're going? And second of all, do you think this is a smart move, a necessary move? What What do you think about this in general?
1: Well, uh, baseline, if they're going anywhere it's probably Atlanta, now that they have the Atlanta phase, it makes the most sense. Uh, I could I could very much see part of the reason they got to keep the phase name is that they're moving the entire organization to Atlanta and maybe they talk that out with the Call of Duty League and they're like, Hey, we're trying to embrace this as like a real forefront of our brand is the Atlanta phase, so it makes more sense to let us keep our logo where everyone else lost theirs. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Atlanta is very much a home to a lot of the rap community. Our video editor Pete was saying, you know, it's very true. There's a lot of, and Phase Clan is very deeply invested in that part of like just culture and community in general. I could see them trying to work their way more into that. They mm-hmm. haven't had a lot of success so far. They're doing pretty well, but like not like deep, deep success, you know. Um, is so far as is it a smart move? yeah, probably financially speaking a hundred percent, right Because mm-hmm. it just makes more sense when you could probably put some a bunch of people up in probably nicer nicer mansions for like half the cost in Atlanta versus l a. Where mm-hmm. all the like you know, housing there is some of the most expensive like in the, in the country, I believe.
2: Yeah, and obviously there's plenty of cities to choose from. Mm. I think there's obviously okay. been people like people in our Discord as well yeah. talking about how they do have an HQ supposedly in California still, mm. but outside of L.A. And uh, like I made note to as well, these these are L.A. guys, right? They're yeah, used to L.A. culture, so. Yeah. and so seeing them make that cross country move would also be kind of like, eh, will See, they actually do Which is why it? I
1: kind of don't think that they would, because at base level, I think what'll happen is. Maybe Phase as the giant uh, corporation, closes its two content houses, their mansions, right? They sell those, and they just tell people, hey, if you wanna live in Cali, we'll subsidize that. Like, you know, we'll throw a little bit towards yeah. you for your rent or whatever and all those people who are, uh, most of them have a good chunk of money themselves. I don't see why they wouldn't just choose to stay in LA independently.
2: Yeah, and that's certainly gotta be an option as well. And at some point in time, we've seen organizations cut off that housing. Like, okay, you guys Mm. have obviously had, you found your base and maybe Mm. again, like you said, they'll they'll slip them some money here and there. You can live where you want, we're only gonna pay you so much. Um, There's so many options right now and with the clip being surfaced, there's still so many possibilities. They've obviously become one of the most well-known LA teams, but they are not the only ones. And so either way, I would say the ultimate thing of this, wherever, wherever they do move, they're likely doing so to save at least a little bit of money mm-hmm. or make new moves. And so I, I do think it's very smart as we do continue to see other organizations, um, Cronky Sports, we have Hunter Thieves, Gen mm-hmm. G, Immortals, the on, onwards and upwards, I would say organizations, maybe not so Hunter Thieves, but do not really do that much content where it's necessary to be in LA. Yeah. And so I think, uh, you know, if they're gonna make this move, I'm gonna trust FaZe on this one. It's it's likely the smart choice.
1: You know, the way I see it, like if I, if I was just a money guy, I'd say, that's two houses. That's two franchise league spots. Yeah. At 50 mil, that's not that just taken care of. If we I just mean, get rid of that expenditure. Kind when of. you when
2: you bring it out yeah. to 80 grand, a, 80 grand a month for the two homes, yeah, yeah, obviously that, that yeah. equates to a lot over time. Mm. Maybe not when it comes well, to ob-
1: it. obviously, yeah, it's not like a first chunk of change. But to that point, that track, obviously yeah.
2: means that could mean that pl- mm. let's player salaries for an yeah, entire team at, at some level. So yeah. um, I'm, I think we're in a trust phase on this one. I'm mm. very curious to see definitely where they do relocate, if at all.
1: Okay, Jake, I got um, a little bit of a different topic for you today, All right. Uh, something I've just been thinking about quite a bit, and I thought it was only fair to address since for the past couple weeks we've been talking a lot about Call of Duty Modern Warfare Mm -hmm. and the variety of problems it has, specifically with like the tick rate and the lag issues and how it's like really making the experience bad for people, how they're really just like, they're dropping out of the game because of it, right? Mm -hmm. I thought it was only fair to talk about how fighting games are way worse. Oh, just okay. Just across the board. A twist. <laughs> yeah, A yeah. twist of a topic. We're you know, back to the uh, FGC. You know, yeah, <laughs> real quick. But anyway, so if anybody ever talks about or asks about what is the biggest problem holding fighting games back, I'll always go back and say it's like it's net code and internet like stability. right? Because mm-hmm. if you go online and play a game right now, you could have good internet. Other per- person could have okay internet. And just because of the way the net code is set up, your match is going to be lagging like crazy and it's going to be borderline unplayable. Mm-hmm. Right? Pardon me. Now for most games, th- this is kind of like a weird like, ah, who knows, maybe it's fixable, maybe it isn't, type yeah. situation, right? But for fighting games, there's very specifically already a solution that was made back in like 2015, 2016, maybe even earlier. And companies are just like, yeah, we're chilling though. That's hard. We're not learning how to do that.
2: There's a solution, they're not a solution picking it up.
1: Already established. It's free for every anybody to use on any game whatsoever. And a bunch of indie devs have already implemented it and works great and it's just perfect.
2: Have indie devs implemented it into fighting games? Yes, they have. A couple couple. other right, so ones. So what's yeah. this, this widespread yeah. solution that people are not picking up so on? So just
1: to lay down the groundwork, the way a lot of current games work is based off a of delay-based netcode, right? Where, say, your internet and my internet not necessarily in sync, right? Game will say, okay, to make things kind of fair, we're going we're gonna to force a hard delay. So all of your moves might come out, let's say, five sec, five frames later than they would have normally just to compensate for the difference in internet connection, right? Okay. So going up to, like, maybe 10 frames that's still doable, you can still make it work, but at 15 frames plus, completely unplayable, right? Not to mention that any frame delay at all ruins your combos half the times, because, like, in a fighting game, it's, like, it's very frame-dependent. A lot of combos have, like, oh, this is a three-frame link. You have to hit that for three-frame window. If you're anywhere outside of that, the move doesn't come out, and you're screwed. Mm -hmm. Now, the new system is something called GGPO, Invented by a a guy named, uh, what's his name? I always forget. His name is Gigi. Tony Cannon. Tony Cannon. One of the Cannon brothers. Uh, He made a predictive rollback netcode called GGPO, as it uh, stands for Good Game, Peace Out. Basically what it does is the game on your end locally, it reads all of your inputs, and as long as you input the move correctly, it'll come out 100% of the time, right? But if there's any lag, between your connection and my connection and say you moved but I don't see it on my screen basically all the game does is it reads all the frames, it pre- kind of predicts what you might do and then if it's wrong it just rolls back to the last frame that was incorrect and it just plays smoothly because it's a way easier to adapt to all of a sudden hey you're in a slightly different location in the space of maybe three to five frames than it is to adapt to oh I hit the button and the thing that I expected to happen just didn't happen
2: You know, you picked a really confusing topic to to bring on to these people. (laughs) So I'll try and give it a quick whirl for Mm. other people who are outside the fighting game community. (laughs) I think this does continue to be an issue and always will be just based on the fact that you can play people across your same nation or possibly even across the ocean, which is obviously much more of a rarity, but even towards east and west servers and Mm. potentially having those play against each other. We've seen it time and time again. With Call of Duty, this has been a big issue of you get these shots off, you watch the replay, your shots never went through. Mm. Uh, same thing for Fortnite when it comes to taking walls. Same thing for CSGO. Connection really, really does matter for games like those. League of Legends, the same thing. And so just to give it a comparison, those mm. games have not necessarily found their solutions besides yeah. just adding more and more servers. And of therefore it's you more only... more complex there. Yeah, it's yeah.
1: multiple people as opposed to just two.
2: So mm. a lot of their solutions is, mm. okay, more servers, you only play against people around your side of the world or mm. in your near your location. That way we kind of avoid that as much as possible. Mm. So is this... Is this a solution for it people works. that play against each other from anywhere?
1: From anywhere. Like, it is the best, is the smoothest internet connection that I've been ever seen. like, playing against people that I know, like, in Japan or Europe. It, it might as well be, I might as well be playing next to them on the couch. Like, See, phone.
2: you understand why that seems like a pretty remarkable claim?
1: Yeah, yeah, so, I do. And I, it's one of those things you kind of have to play in order to experience, because if you play a lot of the modern games, most of them have delay-based ba- netcode. And a lot of people think that's fine because it's all they know how to play. But if you play something that's like a little bit more esoteric like Killer Instinct that has this uh, like a variant of GGPO, it just works amazingly. It, it's borderline flawless.
2: So the question would be then, why is it not being implemented?
1: Because Mostly because, I mean, we know the reason, which is why it sucks. It's because most of the larger fighting games are made by Japanese developers and they're very stubborn about doing things the way they've done them for years. And they have a very specific way they do netcode. And so every every few months a dev will come out and say hey, I'm looking into this whole ggpo Rollback thing. I think it sounds pretty <coughs> interesting and the whole community goes like yes, finally. Thank you And then a couple months later. He's like yeah, that's difficult I'm you know, I, li- I really like it. It's very interesting. It seems like it works really well But you know don't you trust him in art. saying that it's very difficult then I would if not for the fact that so many other games Have done it and it works and so many indie games like small three-person teams have just been able to like, yeah, it's like, you just slot it in, you just do the thing.
2: But you understand where you know yeah. where I'm coming from, where if, if, if you see, uh, it's, it's tough to, uh, I don't know, mm-hmm. man. Because then it's tough to believe if it's really that easy why I mean, they aren't doing it, I'm not it's, sure.
1: Because it's a 100% stubbornness. And you know what? There's a countdown and clock. And this is your time there, no, no. to and rise here's up. why this matters so much. There's a t- countdown clock until every single fighting game that, that chooses not to do this is completely screwed. Yeah, I can see it in your you know eyes, why? man. why? <laughs> The first company that Riot hired or like bought out to be part of their new fighting game was Tony Cannon's. The guy who oh, made the netcode. Oh, now I get you. See, yeah. going. For, okay, so yeah. you're pretty
2: much saying that Riot mm-hmm. is now going to be implementing what you 100%. hope in the future, and you think it could be. There's no way they don't. And you think this will definitely change the market a little bit.
1: Yeah, I think if if I who knows if the game will be good, but you know it'll play well. Yeah. You'll be able to play online smoothly like perfectly. Well,
2: hopefully like, that yeah. kind of thing then sparks the notion in other yeah. developers that hey, we got to do this cuz yeah. Riot's entering the scene and they're, and they're doing it too. Yeah, fingers crossed. I'm just hoping Riot doesn't like screw up somehow. Like, yeah, yeah.
1: I just hope they don't implement like other problematic things that they're also just like, oh, let's well, take all that too. Let's uh, just do that
2: Riot's too. got Riot doesn't have that many games to work on, do they? They they haven't announced like a dozen titles <laughs> oh, for no, next yeah. year. Oh, yeah, it's not
1: like, you know, they're really stretching themselves. I'm a sure the bit. fighting yeah. game
2: will be top-notch on yeah. top quality on their I list. I mean, one can only hope. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's just you know, it's, I just felt like highlighting something that was wild to me. That we know the we know the solution to the problem. Everybody is screaming, just fix the problem, and they're like, mm, mm, uh, maybe.
2: Well, hey, maybe yeah. we can only uh, hope for 2020. I don't yeah. know the projected timeline for the the riot fighting game. Yeah, it's not anytime soon. I don't put, not anytime soon. Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully, mm. it can be it could be fixed soon. You yeah, know, competition. Yeah. Yeah. We've uh, set it time and tim time and tim again. <laughs> Competition breeds excellence. We've seen Mm -hmm. it with the uh, whole Stadia and now Microsoft entering and obviously other competitors too. So hopefully this is the same case, man. Hopefully. I don't know. These
1: devs are very stubborn.
2: I hope your (laughs) words can help benefit the fighting Uh, game community because I can see it in your goddamn eyes that mm -hmm. you want this to happen. Yeah, Please. And before our next topic, guys, a really quick shout-out to this week's sponsor. If you've ever seen an untucked button-down, you know they look bad, but that's because they weren't designed to be worn that way. Thankfully, Untuck It is the original button-down shirt designed to be worn untucked. No matter your size or shape, an Untuck shirt will always fall at the perfect length to look fantastic untucked. Guys in our office wear Untuck it, and they don't just look great. They are more comfortable and less hassle than a traditional tucked-in button-down. They also have tons of different styles to choose from, so there is always a button-down that fits your work or your lifestyle. So whether you're looking for a late holiday gift or just trying to craft a smart, relaxed style of your own, Untuck It is the way to go. Visit untuckit.com and use code BLUE for 20% off at checkout. That's untuckit.com and promo code BLUE for 20% off. And now, let's get back to the podcast. Uh, if there's anything we can talk about that's a hot topic besides FaZe Clan or, you know, rest in peace, Optic, it's probably Ninja around this time mm. of year, Zan. Absolutely, master bread chef. Yeah, you know, he's been on his <laughs> PR stint. We've <laughs> talked about him time and time again for a variety of reasons. He's uh, certainly been uh. on a variety of shows, variety of, uh, I would say, a lot of things out there outside the streaming realm, trying to expand his brand. Um, some things rightfully so, some things maybe questionably so. This latest debate out there is that of his recent rant on Twitter mm. um, actually talking about how content creators, streamers, uh, creators out there for many games have been taking to Twitter to give negative feedback and not constructive criticism towards the games they play. Now I think a lot of us can maybe agree that he was probably trying to talk about people like Dakotas from Fortnite, T from Mm. from Fortnite. He was also trying to target maybe potentially not only Fortnite creators bashing the game and just calling it garbage without giving it actual, you know, Mm. legitimate complaints about what they can fix, what they can do better, Um, but also maybe Call of Duty as well was mentioned Mm. in his video. And so just quick thoughts on this as well because I think a lot of sides in this made some fair points and some valid arguments, Ninja being one of them. His main overall argument is that a lot of these streamers and these Content creators, they have much more power than they know. And they simply, by tweeting out some negative stuff, they're not helping their case, they're not helping the game's case. And to better, if you want to better both sides, give constructive feedback. Mm -hmm. And so, what are your immediate thoughts on this? Because I think the first backlash that he got because of this was, of course, because, you know, he has a brand. He is not stuck solely to one game, right? It's, right. Of course. Um, you know, he has a, a, a brand. He can play. He can play a few games. I would say multiple games out there, and he can make a living. He has. He has already made a living mm. off of gaming. He's not only solely tied to Call of Duty or to Fortnite for an income. Whereas these other streamers who bash the game, they clearly are. Yeah, they don't and have anywhere else to go, realistically. So, yeah. what's your thoughts on this when he when he targets these people who hate on the game and don't give constructive feedback? Well,
1: I think it is really just ninja up in his ivory tower, just shouting down at all the plebs who like, and thinking like, "Oh no, him. this is a
2: this is a drastic take. I didn't expect this to be
1: honest." <laughs> no, I'm just, I just, I just feel like it's such like an ignorant thing of him to say from the perspective of, okay, he's if he just wanted to give constructive criticism, right? No skin off his back. If he doesn't wanna play a game, he can just go play something else, right? For anybody else, especially with a game like Fortnite, where I think a lot of, a lot of people can agree, the community really doesn't like a lot of Epic Games decisions. And mm-hmm. it's not like Epic Games isn't aware of what the community wants. Obviously, they have to be. There's no way they don't know, oh, this portion of the community wants this, this portion of the community wants that. And in a large part, they don't even address that. They're just like, here's what we're doing, though. It yeah. might be a complete left turn, but you know we wanted to do it, and you know y'all can go do whatever. You're still here, whatever. And I can understand how that's aggr- very frustrating. Even if you weren't making content, if this was just like a game you loved, if you love everything about the game, it'd be so much better with a small change. And the dev is like, eh. then I I kind of don't. I don't see a huge problem with a content creator just talking some trash about some about a problem that like is clearly trash yeah yeah especially when there's so much constructive criticism out there and i i have yet to have heard of many instances where a streamer has actually gone out and said hey this one thing in the game really causing some problems guys and then epic actually fixes yeah right
2: you know to that point it's a fair point you know i I, again i I understand where ninja's trying to come from Mm. but it it can be hard when people see him coming from a spot where he's already well off Mm. um he doesn't really need to you know Constructively criticize a game, or just give negative feedback, because there's just you know there's really no need. He can mm. simply play another game. A lot of these people they get all their viewership. You know, I mean Ninja does as well, though, right? Like, but yeah. he can afford to lose. Like, he does not. He's no, clearly yeah, stated he enough does enough not care about
1: viewers. He could not make any more money, and probably he has said this fine. himself. He yeah. does
2: not care about viewers. Mm. Dakotas and Tifu and these Call of Duty guys, they they clearly do. To your point, though, as well, you can only constructively criticize so much when mm. it's not changed. What are you going to do? Obviously, yeah, right. you're going to reach that breaking point eventually like these streamers have time and time again. Um, but then you go back to Ninja's point. You know, people like Tithu have really complained a lot about the game mm. and maybe not given too much constructive criticism. So it, it's t- it's hard to see both sides fully. I think yeah. I think we've seen plenty of comments saying Ninja's a snowflake or Dakota's complained about nothing. This is this is a pointless argument. Mm. Um, at the end of the day, it's kind of funny to just realize where we are in gaming, where we got grown men.
1: Yeah, right. Complaining about video games. We circled back around being a hot topic from grown men. It was, it used to be. I remember the headlines where it's like two people got in a fight over a video game. Oh wow, what shocking! And then we circled back to when that was normal, and nobody talks about it. And now we're back to two men f- arguing about a video game. Whoa, yeah, shocking! it's it's,
2: it's um uh, yeah. it's a wild time. Uh, I think, more money involved. I'm <laughs> um, there certainly is, and yeah. I think there. It's interesting to kind of dissect all of the perspectives because mm. it's it's tough to actually cover all of them. And uh, I guess we'll see where this Absolutely. goes in the future because certainly Ninja comes from a from a place where not many other people are. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't know, it opens it up I for a lot of people. I think he should today. just
1: shut up when it comes to this type of thing.
2: I think he finds it very tough too. I know, I know. And I, then, know I know he wants, he, I
1: think he sees himself as the ambassador for esports, the ambassador for gaming. I'm big bro Ninja guys, I'm the one with the Adidas sponsorship. But like real talk, but naked, he did
2: he did break a lot of he's yeah,
1: He's done a lot of great things. You did your things. Go away now. You're you're starting to make us look bad. You you hit the hump. Now you're you're trending back downwards into like I'll uh, leave it on this. Uh, I'll leave
2: it on this. Dakota's did actually yeah. he referenced a Drake a couple yeah. of Drake lines, and he actually I didn't said, see that. "You that's did the see only, that? That's the only thing out of the, I don't know what he was complaining about. I think I everyone's what curious what the heck he knows, because <laughs> uh-huh. he threatened to expose something he knows, and then even Ninja's wife getting involved and says you have zero to expose.' So we will keep you all posted. On yeah, exam. why
1: even respond if there's nothing? i like dude. i like right away too. Like Ooh.
2: she had that phone on like she was in all, the holster. She was like, <laughs> What he's Twitter? Um, dude, Twitter I'm, the shortcut was open.' <laughs> we will see in these coming days. I think Dakota's not going to expose anything. <laughs> yeah, Probably not, uh, probably not. Dear God, and yeah. the army that would come after him, but also go after Yeah, it, it would be insane.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll leave it at that. The esports civil war.
2: <laughs> <It> begins. <laughs> oh, dude, that's a great headline. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully not going
1: to happen anytime uh-huh. soon. So I just had something I wanted to bounce, uh, hear your opinion on real quick, Jake, because I find it really fascinating. It's a great thing to see. But anyway... um, Pardon me. Uh, Valve just filed a lawsuit against a tournament runner called GESC for failing to pay talent from two Dota Two minor events. Yes, they did. Yeah. Oh, it's over. They owed over seven hundred fifty thousand dollars allegedly in payments to like talent. Players. See that's mm. just insane because yeah, that's, a, right? lot that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. That is so close to a million dollars.
2: I think that's like that. I think that might be a record breaker for what we've covered in terms of what mm. someone owes. Yeah, like a pure dollar amount for like, a, yeah. especially for a TO. Yeah, I think the yeah. other one we covered was like WESG sponsored by mm. Ali Sports, and that was paid once it once mm. they were called out. That was five hundred K. Yeah, yeah. And even that was like whoa, but seven hundred fifty thousand uh-huh. mo- yeah. owed to multiple people and yeah. teams
1: across. Like that is just insane. No wonder Valve is taking them to court.
2: Well, it takes Valve. Yeah. It takes that Uh to get Valve out of the house. Uh,
1: Yeah, right, right. (laughs) All right, well, (sighs) 750k, I guess. Oh yeah. Gabe's like sifting through the couch for some extra like hundreds. He's like, I
2: I, guess we could 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 sue them today.
1: Yeah, yeah. Why not? But no, it's just like I'm. I'm happy to see they're finally getting to it with a relatively quick turnaround too. I would la- say
2: so. Yeah, lawsuits eh? take a good
1: second, so it's only only been like a little bit over a year. Yeah, it makes like... you
2: wonder at what point were they like, "All right, we're gonna start mm. this process now." It was probably quite some time ago. Yeah, but I wonder after after what complaint, uh, after yeah, like, right? how many complaints, they're right? like, "All right, we'll look into it." <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm glad they are finally responding.
1: Yeah, and hopefully, I mean, I could see this same thing happening with Starladder pretty soon. I after mean, they just got called out. Th- yeah. Those are also Valve-hosted events. Yeah, yeah.
2: and I think with yeah. the Starletter stuff, it's been mostly resolved. Starletter mm-hmm. has come forward, but again, with a great response time, once they were called out, mm-hmm. I don't know if there was any pressure from Valve, but certainly from the community, there was right. uh, Richard Lewis and others. Um, it was a lesser amount. It was to strictly talent, I do believe. Mm. Yeah, but think then so. right away, they were like, hey, yeah, we paid it out. Um, everyone everyone mm-hmm. will be paid by like today. Mm-hmm. Um, so are there any you know, other details besides you know, them being no, just Dota miners? No, I mean, we,
1: all we know is that, like, well, we know that, I mean, the lawsuit was basically just filed like a week or two ago. Yeah. All we know is that it exists. It's going through. uh, It's going to court very soon. Uh, We should hear more after the first hearings about whether or not the money is actually getting paid out and how it's going (laughs) to work. And Valve has already said they're done doing business with this organization. Yeah. Like they're like cutting ties.
2: It makes you wonder then how long this process has really been dragged out if uh, someone like WESG or or Alley Sports, I should Mm. say, is still allowed to sponsor other events and now Valve's going to cut ties here. Mm. But then. You only, it's just two Dota miners. They had to pay zero mm-hmm. Who'd they pay? Yeah. They, because it, I imagine that's the entire prize pool for both and like uh-huh. all the talent. Like how much? Yeah, I don't know where that, where did that money go? Like, that's uh, a lot of money to disappear. I'm curious of like, yeah. the percentage of people who mm-hmm. got paid, how many were not, like, was it, we paid like, we didn't pay, like, 98% of
1: it. We paid Bob, the sound guy, because, you know, we yeah. really liked his like his mixing on the intro music, but, you know, the players, we feel like they didn't really give their all in the field. Today. And then,
2: like, where's the money? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, yeah, it's uh-huh. it's wild to me to think that this organizer probably didn't make their money back, and so that's why they're not, not paying. Not, yeah. And so you
1: kind of feel bad on that end of things. At the same time, though, that's, like, that's probably just poor organization. I mean, you hear so often about, like, People thinking, oh, I can just throw a conference. It's, you know, next year, we'll just do it. And not realizing, like, how much money they need to put in and how much, like, organizational
2: talent needs to go in and how much time needs to go in. Yeah. It's like, they're like, oh, oh we'll much. put on some Dota events. We'll I mean, make 750K back. Yeah. And yeah like maybe 100 or 200. Like, uh-huh. we can't pay a goddamn person. Uh-huh. Makes me curious how Call of Duty League is going to turn out. Yeah. You're telling me. I, I can't wait to see the documentary
1: about the Call of Duty League in like ten years. It's like the destruction of Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah, the end like, of Call.
2: We paid twenty five million for yeah. a spot. The, the first season ticket sales got got back after the the twelve team or whatever. Team we made split. fifty dollars. Yeah, we made five hundred bucks from ticket sales last year. Frick. Yeah. You know, it's kind of funny. At the end of the last segment, I brought up Call of Duty League because that's my last topic. All right, let's hit it. We got a brand new Call of Duty League investor. I'll try and keep this short. Ooh, I I saw this yesterday. As we usually do. Uh. That's going to be Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, the legend. Welcome him, folks, Uh to the (laughs) the Call of Duty (laughs) League, to esports, to gaming. Um, I will give his quick background. I thought it was pretty cool, to be honest. Mm. Uh, You know, I don't know if it's the most financially savvy thing, but uh, Michael B. Jordan grew up in New Jersey. He considers himself a New Yorker, though, where I think he currently resides. He's Mm. Creed. He's Killmonger. And I always, I, is it Killmonger or Killmonger, do you, you kind of like halfway pronounce the G in that? I think Killmonger. It's Killmonger. Okay, okay. Yeah, something I didn't know like that. There was like it's, some, been, it's been a second since I've seen the movie. Yeah, I saw the movie and saw yeah. Michael B. and I was like, God, this is weird mm. now to be covering a story where it's it's a it's a celebrity, mm. again, and we know so many now. It's it's almost like... Yeah, it's almost
1: like, who doesn't have money in esports? What are you doing? And you know <laughs> there's
2: plenty that do and we don't even yeah. know about them. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, w- I w- would love to know the numbers he put into the team. Mm. He actually put it into Anbox, who of course are tied to both Call of Duty League and over.
1: To be fair, I felt like Anbox is the most financially responsible decision so far. How so? I think Anbox is making all the right moves, right? Obviously, they've decided to hitch their wagon to Activision Blizzard and the Overwatch League and Call of Duty League, right? But they're also doing a lot more with, like, very local brand building. They're hosting a lot of events constantly. They're, they're very they're authentic. Concerts. Yeah. New York vibe. Yeah. They're very much community based. they they've got their own clothing line. That's hey, it's not great, but it's better <laughs> than most esports clothing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's, it's at least something. I wouldn't hate wearing of it. I wouldn't wear it, but I wouldn't hate wearing it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think they're like they're they're making sure that if they lose money on the league they can still support themselves in other way. I think.
2: Yeah, and then Michael also came out and said that, you know, mm-hmm. he's not here for a quick cash grab. You know, I make <laughs> yeah. the point, well, good, because you're probably not going to make that cash back. Mm-hmm. He likes to put his name on things. And yeah. so, obviously, if he, if he has some wealth now accrued, and he, he also came from Call of Duty, apparently yeah. he uh, grew up playing that game, which, you know, I suppose there's a game out there that you're going to grow up playing.
1: Yeah, it's going to be that.
2: Call of Duty is very recognizable. Or Halo. And so, yeah. it's super cool to see a guy who grew up on that, obviously in the gaming, obviously into New York, now get to support his local team and be an investor into what could be what could be something big. See, I just, I just hope we didn't overpay. Yeah, yeah, so do I. I,
1: I hope some, some dude didn't come in and show him a bunch of fake numbers and go like- You have to wonder how it went down. Yeah, really, because I feel like it'd be, Jake, it'd be so easy. For the Call of Duty investors or some part of somebody from Activision Manipulate. Blizzard to just yeah, because they have all the numbers, so they can make it look like whatever they want to.
2: No, you yeah. sit down mm. with a guy like Michael B or anyone who who now has money, mm. and I'm probably the same way. You know, a guy who just wants to put his name on something local. Yeah, and that's that's super cool. Like, oh yeah, I own part of the Call of Duty franchise for yeah, New York. right. That'd, That'd be amazing. Sick. That'd be yeah. That itself is worth so much to people, uh-huh. and the potential that people you have you you likely have I, I can't guess what went on in that room. Mm. You likely have. Some big wig coming in there and saying Michael, NFL, NBA, MLB CDL you know, CDL. Yeah. You know when they you know yeah. CDL you know who bought into those leagues years and years ago and oh. now those leagues and franchise teams are worth billions mm-hmm. That's the future of CDL <laughs> and they come in and say we got Gary Vee yeah. we got 12 teams. Mm-hmm. I is it 12 teams? I think it's 12 teams I think it's 12. each paying 25 million. We want you to be a piece of that man. Mm-hmm. They're and selling that, like stuff and all like, of a sudden he's mm. just sold. All right, right? Yeah, you're telling me it, it could in the future be worth but 10 mm. you tell anyone who has money that there's potential to be billions mm. and it's like maybe a couple million mm. I would imagine it's anywhere from a couple hundred thousand to a couple million probably in that range I very vast range yeah, yeah, and he's like I got money. You know? Yeah. Yeah I mean if anything I would say investing in esports if I had the money I would do it, too I probably would too Yeah. now I would probably take note of what I'm invest. I would probably oh, be a League yeah. guy, a League of Legends guy myself uh-huh, right no, now. yeah,
1: same here, same here. But you know, I go straight to the root. How can I invest in Tencent? Yeah, honestly, <laughs> where, straight where to the, which yeah. is
2: probably not even a, a yeah. possibility uh-huh, anymore. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, Michael B joins the, the rank, the list, the long ever growing list of uh, esports investors, and definitely one of the cooler ones, and certainly the most recent one. Who will be next?
1: <sighs> All right, Jake. This last story is something like. Amazing, brilliant, phenomenal. I hate it. I hope it never happens again.
2: That's such a Zan line. <laughs> <laughs> and now people are really wanting Don't yeah. no one need to build up standards uh-huh, here.
1: Uh-huh. Well, I mean, I think it's the fantastic. Standard, what I'm it's magical. I despise it all. <laughs> yeah, it's the worst thing. <laughs> Please, never again. Um, so, and then you're going to be surprised. The next words that are coming coming out of my mouth are Star Wars. Jesus. <laughs> but we're still talking gaming, not talking about the movie. At are all. we
2: talking? No, I'm not going to try and yeah. guess. Yeah. So. Oh um, wait. Never mind. Yeah, sorry. Yeah,
1: you probably know what I'm talking <laughs> about to some extent. So anyway, in the uh, next movie, if it's not really spoilers, they've advertised the heck out of this. Yeah, right? shut up. Yeah, Yeah. so this last, I'm gonna, if you really aggressively care. Click away. Just give it a second, skip ahead like five, give it five minutes, skip ahead five minutes, right? Anyway, so Emperor Palpatine from the first set of movies is back, right? And they don't explain this in the movie. The only thing they say to like, you know, reveal, oh, he's back. Is in the beginning of Star Wars movies, there's always this text crawl you got to read through. It's I'm not a Star like, Wars fan, so yeah. I appreciate this detail. Yeah, yeah. There's like this. There's this like ver. Like you know, this text crawl you got to read through it. I've seen that. It yeah. gives you like a brief highlight. Oh, oh, what was going on since the last movie, right? Yeah. And at the very beginning, it just says, "The dead speak. The galaxy has heard a mysterious broadcast, the threat of revenge in the sinister voice of the late Emperor, Emperor Palpatine." Right.
2: Wow, it feels like I'm in the movie. <laughs>
1: yeah but they, it just says that right and you don't hear the message you don't get a scene where is that it's a like, big thing, him, palpatine is back is yeah it, he, he died at the end of episode six and now we're in episode nine and all of a sudden he's oh, back. oh okay right cool so it's like out of, it's kind of out of nowhere they didn't like say in the first in episode like seven like oh look out there's a guy in a dark cloak over there he's just all of a sudden hey guys i'm back Emperor palpatine here
2: okay i'll try and <laughs> yeah. i'll try and make a quick reference off the top of my head for uh lord of the rings fans mm-hmm. uh Avani, the, the the elf that helped him out at, at Helm's Deep, he dies at Helm's Deep. Let's just spoil everything while we're at it. Yeah, if you yeah, have right, Lord of the Rings right. right now. Frick you. Voldemort dies. Yeah. But that's like that's like
1: yeah.
2: having another trilogy come out and all yeah. of a sudden, end of that trilogy. All of a sudden, oh, yeah. Avani, the king elf's back. He just, you know, he just, hey guys. I don't know why I need to make a comparison. <laughs> he, just,
1: he just pops up out of nowhere, like, hi. I, I needed this for <laughs> yeah, myself. No, hey, by so, all means. By anyway. all means. I'm sure it helps a couple people out there, too. <laughs> I right? hope so. But anyway, so Fortnite. <laughs> (laughs) was doing a Star Wars collaboration, and they showed the message from the Emperor. They were just like, let's include this very important plot detail. Let's just put that in Fortnite. Because didn't they get the trailer uh, as a part of the partnership? It wasn't a trailer. It was actually the, the scene where Palpatine reveals, hey, I'm back, guys, and threatens the galaxy and tells everybody what he's doing. Did, in, was uh, that before the movie release? Yeah, that was oh. like, right. It was all only in Fortnite. You had to be in Fortnite to watch it, or you had to watch somebody watching that inside
2: of Fortnite. We to almost see it. covered this because it was mm. very big. Just the fact they had that. So are mm. you upset that the game revealed something in the movie yes. before the like, movie? was
1: <laughs> 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 That is an important thing to see, and that's a plot point. Like I, I like, I love the wow. Collaboration. That's actually really crazy. That's like don't like you know, straight don't straight shift. Like I, I can I can appreciate if they had had it in Fortnite as well, right? As like kind of like as a teaser kind of like, hey, you know what, this is what you can look forward to. Big news, everybody, right? But don't then, in the movie itself, where that footage should be, just have it be like a line of text, a sentence.
2: Did they know, Like, yeah. did we know this was gonna be a, like a, a big spoiler before it happened? Um, we knew that- Like are other people upset by this or is this kind of
1: I I don't, I don't know if any, uh, anybody else is upset about this. Oh, okay. No. No, actually, no, I do because I because <laughs> watching, I didn't watch the movie myself. I'm not interested. I'm done with Star Wars. Um,
2: okay, you can't say that after having an <laughs> argument
1: against, no, he yeah, he takes that back, guys. No. So <laughs> I'm done, done with this. It defeats this, yeah. the purpose of your argument. No, I'm just, I don't want this to be a thing with other movies ever. I don't wanna ever go okay. into a movie right. and then be like, Oh shoot! I didn't watch the scene in Fortnite. Now I don't know what's going on. You know, I don't want to have to be paying attention to I, even for like a game that I like. I don't want to have to well, boot up I mean, Destiny. But did the scene in in Fortnite reveal anything that was not shown in the movie? Yeah, it, it showed the full. It showed the actual message from Palpatine. Where in the movie it just says, you know, the galaxy hears a mysterious a mysterious broadcast, a threat of revenge, and then in Fortnite it shows you what the broadcast is. So if you don't. You don't see the broadcast at know, all. You don't Zan- know. What was said here's at all. You have to go and my, watch it in Fortnite.
2: Xanapher, here's my it's thing. Dumb movie trailers exist. Yeah, movie trailers come out before the movie, mm-hmm. and often we have seen movie trailers reveal some pretty big things. Yeah, but that none of so that. So this is, is like, just a new version. of I've never, of movie I've never seen a
1: movie trailer where I'm like, or a movie rather, where I'm like, oh, I didn't see that in the trailer. Now I don't know. I don't have this additional piece of detail. I,
2: I feel like it could be argued, man. I don't know.
1: I just feel like I, I, I I'm all for. Having I see this really bothered you, or a scene, or anything. I just don't, I don't want actual content to be removed from movies and placed into games. I can
2: tell by the number of times you're hitting the goddamn <laughs> table. Sorry for any carpenters yeah. out there.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just, it just, it just really bothers me that we're at a point where, like, hey, great, love the collaboration, cool stuff, we're making moves, to the community, but don't do this, guys. Like, come Let's on, this, this ain't it.
2: Let's see what you guys think about mm. this because I. I'll try and weigh the balances here. Yeah. I don't see it as being too big of an issue. I, I Honestly, I was on the first part that you said there. This is crazy that yeah. Fortnite gets a movie trailer in the first place. But it's not a trailer, though. That's the
1: thing. If it was a trailer, it'd be fine. It's actual content. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know what? I'm happy for him. I don't like the fact that i got to be inside of a game to watch it. Yeah. But if that's the future and if this helps gaming, then I, uh, that's the standpoint no, I'm I was with. Don't make that the fifth. Get rid of that But if they do this with a movie and a trilogy that I love, I'm coming after (laughs) them. I understand to a degree your Uh, anger, but we'll see if the people out there had the same (laughs) same level. (laughs) all right zan well let's get you on your way man get you all back right, on your right. your little break any closing statements for the people out there still watch yeah as always hey hope you guys had a happy
1: holidays happy new year's to everybody listening i think it should be new year's eve somewhere somewhere around somewhere there. close yeah uh, yeah
2: 2020 is gonna be crazy man
1: you know, absolutely big big time for us and the community as a whole but anyway If you want to listen to us on the go, you can find us on the Prediction Esports Talk Show Network. That is P R E E D I C T I O N. We're on your favorite podcast streaming platforms. We're on iTunes, Spotify. You know, if you listen to it, we're there. You know, so hit us up. Also, you know, you can always find us on YouTube at Esports Talk. If you're an audio listener, we appreciate y'all too. Don't forget to love you. (laughs) Yeah, come in, come like, comment, subscribe. We got the video podcast up there every week. Um, Also, hit us up on Twitter. We love hearing from y'all. DMs, DMs, DMs. DMs all day, every day, slide through. Love you They're guys. are open. We love just hearing from you guys, you know?
2: And we love covering the stories you guys want covered. Absolutely. Seriously. Yeah, yeah. On top of that, YouTube channel, as per usual, mm-hmm. uh, same thing's coming, but some big, big things coming for 2020, yep, and we absolutely. really do appreciate you guys, you know, you know, to do this kind of stuff uh, every single day. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that
1: it for everyone, yeah, Zane? Yeah, I think so. I think so, yeah.
2: Well, until next time, guys, same day, same time, every single week, the Esports Rewind podcast with Zane and Jake, or Zan and Jake, whatever you do want to call them. Until <laughs> no, then. Either way. (laughs) Take care of yourselves. We'll see you guys back here next time. Geeks.